In this presentation, we will discuss who is an eligible student with relation to the American Opportunity Credit. This information can be found in publication 970. Who is an eligible student? To claim the American Opportunity Credit, the student for whom you pay qualified education expenses must be an eligible student. This is a student who meets all the following requirements. The student didn't have expenses that were used to figure an American Opportunity Credit in any four earlier years. This includes any tax years in which you claim the HOPE Scholarship Credit for the same student. So we couldn't have claimed it in any four years prior to this. Note that the American Opportunity Credit and the HOPE Scholarship kind of wind together. We could see them as we've seen on the same tax form. Uh, so they'll be mentioned oftentimes when we talk about them separately as well. Next item, the student hadn't completed the first four years of post-secondary uh, education, generally the freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior years. Note this is a little bit different of a requirement here because we're talking about that first four years of education in college, which is generally thought of as, you know, the four-year, full four-year process, usually defined by the school, freshman, sophomore, junior, and college year. Oftentimes, of course, it may take more or less for a student to finish those general requirements or those general kind of four years that we think about from a school perspective. So before 2018, next item, the uh, for at least one academic period beginning in 2018 or the first three months of 2019, if the qualified expenses were paid in 2018, the student was enrolled at least half time in a program leading to a degree, certificate or other recognized educational credential. So we have to have that half time requirement. What is half time? Well, you got to go to the institution for that because note that the institution could be using a quarters system, could be using some type of you know quarterly credits, semester credits, or some other type of counting system. But whatever system they have must be in accordance with whatever accrediting body that they're with. And so they're and every accrediting body is going to have some kind of definition of half time and full time so that they're in compliance. And so the institution should know quite well this information if we get if we find the right person at least. And they should tell us if it's half time or full time. And that information is often provided to us within the documentation and should be quite clear uh, so that we can make sure to meet that credential, uh, that item. Next one, the student hasn't been convicted of any federal or state felony for possessing or distributing a controlled substance as of the end of 2018. Obviously, this one they kind of throw in there. So no felony for controlled substance um, as of the end of 2018. Back to the text. Completion of the first four years. A student has completed the first four years of post-secondary education if the institution at which the student is enrolled awards the student four years of academic credit at that institution for coursework completed by the student before 2018. This student generally wouldn't be able, uh, we eligible student for the purposes of the American Opportunity Credit. So they're basically saying that, you know, the first four years is that four years uh, of education we typically think of as the standard kind of college after and that's going to be the post-secondary education and once again it's kind of described or defined by the school so once the school says that they've completed it then if they've completed it before 2018 then typically wouldn't be qualifying for this particular education credit may still qualify for another back to the text exception any academic accredit awarded solely on the basis of the student's performance on 
uh, proficiency examinations is disregarded in determining whether the student completed four years of post-secondary education. So if we had a situation where they just basically took a test <laughs> and, that was, and that was all that was needed for some reason, then that could be an exception to the rule. Enrolled at least half time, a student was enrolled at least half time in this, if the student was taking at least half the normal full-time workload for his or her course of study. And of course, the institution is the one to talk to. The institution probably knows quite well what is a full course study load in accordance to whatever terminology they use, whether it be semester credits or quarter credits or whatever term they use. They will typically have a good idea of what it means to be full-time or part-time, full-time, half-time. Back to the text. The standard for what a half of the normal full-time workload is determined by each eligible educational institution. However, the standard may not be lower than any of those established by the U.S. Department of Education under the Higher Education Act of 1965. Example 1. A Mac graduated from high school in June 2017. In September, he enrolled in an undergraduate degree program at College U and attended full-time for both the 2017 full and 2018 or fall and spring semesters. For the 2018 fall semester, Mac was enrolled less than half-time. Because Mac was enrolled in an undergraduate degree program on at least a half-time basis, for at least one academic period that began during 2017 and at least one uh, academic period that began during 2018, he is an eligible student for tax years 2017-2018, including the 2018 fall semester when he enrolled at College U on less than half-time basis. So note there's a bit of a leeway here happening. We had some portion of the year where he was less than a half-time basis and if that was the case for the entire year would not typically qualify but because we had part of the year that was uh, at that half-time requirement then we uh, he should be good second example example two after taking classes at college v on a part-time basis for a few years shelley became a full-time student for the 2018 spring semester college v cl classified shelley as a second semester senior fourth year for the 2018 spring semester and has a first semester graduate student fifth year for the 2018 fall semester because college v didn't classify shelley as having completed the first four years of post-secondary education as of the beginning of 2018 shelley is eligible student uh, for tax year 2018 therefore the qualified education expenses paid for 2018 spring semester and 2018 fall semester are taken into account in figuring the American Opportunity Credit for 2018. So, example 3. During the 2018 fall semester, Larry was a high school student who took classes on uh, a half-time basis at College X. Larry wasn't enrolled as part of a degree program at College X because College X only admits students to a degree program if they have a high school uh, diploma or equivalent. Because Larry wasn't enrolled in the degree program at College X during 2018, Larry wasn't an eligible student for tax year 2018. So the key point here is, of course, that Larry was a high school student at the time, so they might have been taking classes at College X but wasn't enrolled as a college student, and therefore the costs of those classes, since there wasn't an enrollment as a college student, uh, wouldn't qualify for 2018 uh, expenses with regard to the credit. Uh, example 4, the facts are the same as example 3. 
During the 2018 spring semester, Larry again attended College X, but not as part of the degree program. Larry graduated from high school in June 2018. For the 2018 fall semester, Larry enrolled as a full-time student in College X as part of the degree program, and College X awarded Larry credit for his prior coursework at College X. Because Larry was enrolled in a degree program at College X for the 2018 fall term on at least a half-time basis, Larry is an eligible student for all, so that's going to be the question, for all of tax year 2018. So then we took a, he was a high school student, took some classes at College X, then enrolled in College X in 2018. Both things, these things happening in 2018 because he took some classes as a full-time student or as a student qualified student at College X in 2018, then qualified for all of the tax year 2018 and back to the text. Therefore, the qualified education expenses paid for the classes taken at College X during both the 2018 spring semester during which Larry wasn't enrolled in the degree program and the 2018 fall semester are taken into account in figuring any American Opportunity credit. So again, it's getting a kind of a benefit there uh, because of the fact that if he wasn't didn't enroll in the college afterwards and it wasn't in that same year, may not be able to take those expenses. However, if enrolled that he took when he was a high school student, but because he enrolled then, that could give him the benefit for the entire year and possibly then allow for uh, the expenses to be included in the credit for the amount that was done while uh, a high school student as well. Back to the text, example five. D graduated from high school in June 2017 and January 2018. D enrolled in a one-year post-secondary certificate program on a full-time basis to obtain a certificate as a travel agent. D completed the program in December 2018 and was awarded a certificate. In January 2019, she enrolled in a one-year post-secondary certificate program on a full-time basis to attain a certificate as a computer programmer. D is an eligible student for both tax years 2018 and 2019 because she meets the degree requirement, the workload requirement, and the year of study requirement of those years.